0: When these things begin to take place stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation I know I'm ready I'm ready. Hey do you like the, do you like the new additions? To the to the pictures, did you notice? There's a couple new pictures in there.
1: Yeah, I noticed. You're like a master. I'm like, oh my gosh.
0: Oh no, no, no! I can't take credit for the new pictures. The new Whoa. pictures were a good friend of ours
1: named Constance. Constance.
0: Yeah, she added those pics and she added those. The, you know the two. Constance or Candace? Constance, Constance, <laughs> Constance. i love it i love the whole tomb uh, opening up rolling away and the light and shining on the church. i mean i just love the whole thing it's amazing so if you're actually watching or listening to this on podcast coming soon to a theater near you uh you can't see what we're talking about but go to our website endtimes.chat and you'll find out whoa
1: whoa Whoa. whoa how come that's not in the text there dude
0: Oh I, figure, I can, oh, I can figure. Oh, yeah, I can add all I, this
1: content. I can add I can all the content. That. Create a video. Do all those stuff. And here we are. Because some people aren't very auditory, like me. Some
0: people, like some me, people aren't auditory. Oh my gosh! Whoa. Look at that. It's on the screen. Oh my gosh! Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> there it is on the screen. We gotta do, do it the again. This podcast, ask and you can see it. Asking receive. Oh my gosh! Hey, I can do a little falsetto, a little opera. I can sing some opera. You want me to sing some opera? Uh, please don't. No, no, please don't. No, don't do that. You don't uh, you want me to want do that. Some ba- ballet? Uh, no. Exactly. No. Exactly. That's not. It's not pretty. I can't stand on my tippy toes anyway, so it's not going to work. Well, I can't either. Hey, Tiffany, how you doing? Tiffany Ollinger is in the house. She just said hello. And uh, so, hey, G.J., tell me what's going on with you. What's happening?
1: Well, I'm dressed. people, People may say, why are you dressed like this in September? I know. What's going the on? Air
0: conditioner is working very well <laughs> right here. You're getting an early start on the winter season. Is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm
1: yeah, right here in my office. Right <laughs>
0: here in your office.
1: Yeah. And I had to shut the vents and I'm still freezing. I'm like, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. You, you know what they say? You know what they say though? When, when you get colder more often, you're yeah, getting older. Oh, that's what it is. Getting older more often. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. I, I just threw it out there. Poke. out, ow, ow. There he goes. G.J. gj has left the building. He has. Oh. The building. He's back. Well, hey, I spoke yesterday at a, uh, a church called Japanese First Baptist Church. Hey. Great. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Hey, I'm not you're sure if you just custom the- me or not, but. Don't
1: touch my
0: do I touch mustache. You're welcome. Don't touch my mustache. We have we have somebody who has hidden talents in the house right now. G.J., speaking Japanese. What else do you know? Can you speak fluently? Ichiban. I have no idea what that means. Skoshi. Skoshi. Well, I lived in You're Japan good. for three years. Well, I do know that Unomas means hello, I believe. Or Unimas, I I could have just cussed in Japanese. I I'm so bad. I don't even know what I'm doing right now. I think you're talking <laughs> Spanish now. No, not Unomas, Dude. Unimas. Not one more. Hello. Mushy, mush, okay. Mushy mushy. Mush. That's hello hello. Mush. Hello hello. Like he
1: well, answered uh, the phone. Mushy mushy. Really? That's how they answer it.
0: Hey, that's how, yeah. I don't know about it anymore, but that's the way it used to be. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Things change. <laughs> uh, well, in any event, I spoke at this ch- uh, church yesterday, really great church. It's amazing how God works. I just want to give a little shout out to God because he's amazing. So I mm-hmm. found out about speaking on Friday night. I got the notes on Saturday morning and within 24 hours had to be ready to speak the next day. So what um what we're doing is is Bayside, which is a church up here in Sacramento area, uh north, northern California. They have these notes that they put together and and a message, and they're doing the second part of the series in First Corinthians. So they, you know, they want me to speak on that because they use the same thing at this little church. And so I put it together, put a couple of stories together. I'll share a couple of those stories maybe a little bit later. Uh, but it is um uh, it was the perfect message for what they needed because they were about to have their annual church meeting where they were going to roll out a, a vision and mission statement, kind of like our, their core values. And the whole message was about making sure that you shift your perspective back to Jesus, back to the cross, back to the fact that people need to get saved. And so that was the whole point of their developing their core values. And they were they were about to have that annual church meeting that day. So it was just Amazing how God puts things together. He cares about the large church. He cares about the small church. He cares about every church that's speaking the message of Jesus. And, um, yeah, and that means you. That means you. He cares about every single one. So keep up the fight.
1: My mom's watching. She's like
0: never pointed anybody. But it also means you. (laughs) Well, what happens when you point a finger at someone? That's Those dude. Three little fingers are pointing back <laughs> at you. I don't. Oh, you want to point them all? So nothing's pointing back at you? <laughs> all right. So no, we, five, we got to get going. five pointing back. Oh, my oh, God. Five pointing back. <laughs> we got to do it. We, we got some earth news, and I know you know the one that I'm going to pick. So I know you know the one I'm going to pick.
1: Here, Yeah. But I got to say, things that make you go, hmm, hmm. hmm. <laughs> before we give, before we give <clears throat> the news,
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: They they asked for people not to go up and buy it. <laughs> so so they literally tell me do not go over and buy this because it's two thousand degrees. <laughs> You might get burned.
0: You might get burned.
1: Yeah, I I don't want to be laughing, make light of it. It's just like, thank goodness somebody did that. Because we've seen several volcanoes. So we're talking about the volcano that happened in the Canary Islands. Yes. And if you don't know where the Canary Islands, it's somewhere over there. Or is it over there?
0: It's over somewhere. Well, I'm going to ask you because you're Mr. Geography, because you okay, know where well, Nebraska is. I actually do know where it is, and it's I'm going to not, gonna not by
1: Nebraska, dude. It's not north of the Rockies,
0: right there. Yeah, it is. It is actually um, near Spain. Right outside, it's, on the, it's on the west coast of Africa. It actually is Spain, but it's off the coast of Morocco. Which is uh, right on the northern northwestern side of Africa. So, this little—I'm not sure if you can hold on. I have to actually go to the Google Maps. This little island right here, which is called La Palma, is the one that the volcano is on at the at this very moment, and it's it's spewing lava currently, spewing lava. It's it's unbelievable. And I actually, believe it or not, have a video oh, that I can I was gonna show. Say,
1: do, you, do you have the video? And before you I do have it, a video. Before you cue the video. Okay. They they said it is acting as if it's an ap- apocalyptic Say that
0: 3 times. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic, apocalyptic. I can't do it. Yeah, apocalyptic proportions. I think I did it. I said it right. Good. So, all right, here we go. It's, this is it right here. Whoa. you it's got a- the video. You got to get-
1: Now, Is that where Dan stood?
0: Dan Uh, stood and took the video. No, I did not. You didn't walk up and do it? I mean, one more time. Check that out. That's insane. If you want to hear actually what it sounds like. It sounds raging river, but it's moving at, I don't know, a foot every minute or something like that, or a couple feet every minute. And here's the crazy thing there were okay I I can't even right now because there were some firefighters that were taking video of the of this volcano lava moving forward and they were within feet of it feet of the feet of it are you getting that they were within feet of it i don't have that video cuz uh i didn't want to i didn't want to show it because it's 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 i don't want to show the stupidity i just don't want to show it i mean i know it's not moving very fast but it's an exploding volcano there's a quote stupid is as stupid but does that's <laughs> that's good i like it <laughs> stupid is what stupid what the heck does.
1: are so, you thinking
0: I don't get it. But another volcanoes. And you know what? Here's the thing. the vol- These volcanoes that are erupting, they, there have been, I don't know. I actually wish I had gotten this set up beforehand, but just as off the cuff, there have been more active volcanoes going off this year than in previous years. And so, and we're seeing how much devast- and they're hitting, they're hitting towns and villages and cities. And um, so it's really crazy what's going on out there. And, one of the things that I would like to point out about the end times specifically is that there are a few things on the planet that can darken the sun and turn the moon to, to blood, right? There's a few things that can do that. One, a, far, a huge forest fire. Uh, we already know that because I've shown video and pictures of that already, even here in Northern California. Another one is uh, a meteor coming down and striking the earth and causing a massive explosion and having the smoke fill the air third one is volcanoes volcanoes and they actually have to reroute air traffic in order to get around the smoke because there's little tiny glass crystals inside it it can damage the engine and cause a lot of problems so there's a few things that can do that i'm just saying just point it out it's one of those things you should watch out for
1: so a couple a couple of thoughts here number one is yep. that quote by you there's been more volcano activity This year than previous years. There's a sign. Yep. There was 22,000 tremors prior to it exploding. There's a sign. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And it's happening all over the world. There's a sign. That's a big sign. Big sign. I mean, we've gone, we've shown quite a few of these videos over the last year. And um, I I don't think I've ever seen this many. I don't think I've ever seen, uh, first of all, I've never seen as much stupidity as I've seen in the last year, playing whoa. volleyball by whoa, a volcano. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a family-friendly show, dude. Okay, I've not seen so many crazy things happen. <laughs> <laughs> like playing volleyball near a volcano or firefighters taking video inside a house that is actually being taken over by a volcano. I don't know what to say. By the way,
1: this volcano has not erupted since 1971. There was one person that passed away in 1971 because he was up against the flow of the lava taking photographs. He passed away because the lava got him. However, his camera equipment did not. Really?
0: Yes. That's insane. That actually happened in 1971. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. That's horrible. That is actually a tragedy. That's as a tragedy. Right. So, can I make one suggestion? Of course. When this may sound like
1: a smart aleck response. It's not. I'm not making light of any of this. <clears throat> but part of this show is we got to have some joy here because we talk about some tough stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're going to go up against or up next to a volcano an erupting volcano, make sure
0: you are right with Christ. So I'm saying, yes. Hey, that's, that's actually not making light. of it. That's a very serious thing. I mean, um, I mean, God bless you for wanting to get close up close and personal. Cause maybe you've never seen something like that before, but yeah, I agree. Make sure your life is right with Christ and we'll get back to that. Um, you have any other Earth news, though? Because that's really the only thing I wanted to point out. Well, that's a big one.
1: Uh, I will say I actually have been up pretty close to an erupting volcano. However, I was in a helicopter, and it started going off and flowing while we were flying around it in Hawaii.
0: It was pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing.
1: The pilot kept going around and around, and, and... and we were past the amount of time that we were allotted. And the guy said, in all my years, I've never seen this. I've seen I've it seen flowing lava. I've never seen it going off. Wow. So he was so he was so I and mean, We got some pretty good footage. And then uh, we actually had to land and refuel in order to go back to the other side of the island. <laughs> we almost ran
0: out of gas,
1: seriously. True story. <laughs>
0: True, that is really, really funny, but I'm glad you made it and I'm glad you made it back. Um, me too. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do this show right now. So, uh, well, can we move on? Wars and Remembers of Wars because I got something really, really amazing to talk about here.
1: Yeah, uh, but I'll let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I had to dig deep. And I didn't really find a whole lot, but there was little things that made me go, hmm, this could be a lot to think about with the rumors of war. Or something could evolve from
0: it. So, Okay, you go first, because it sounds like you've got something really cool. Does it have anything to do with submarines? No, actually, I went the opposite direction. I went to space. You go first. All right, so there was supposed
1: to be a contract of submarines. With the Australia, and then it involves France, the U.S., and somehow that's getting not happening. And so that was one of those things that made me go, "Hmm." Then the other, the other one is, is that South Korea, and I think we talked about this last week. South Korea shot shot off something, a a missile, and now North Korea is, is like dismissing it. So. They're involved. Then you've got U.S. now doing some uh, troop uh, maneuvers with Russians in Russia. So all that I just found. Hmm. No, 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 no big deal of saying, oh, there's a sign, there's a sign.
0: But all these are interesting
1: things that you don't hear about on a regular
0: basis. So, a little bit more information about the the North Korea and South Korea thing. So, North Korea oh, shot oh,
1: off. Here it comes, Mister Genius. <laughs>
0: Shut it down. Anyway, North Korea, North way, Korea, way, Korea it's shot it's off. It's
1: like the smartest person I know.
0: So, I'm just. Fortunate I, I don't know if it's smartest. I just think I'm informed. That's all. I, that's all it is. I'm not even. Well, the uh,
1: I don't even feel like I'm informed compared to you stop it by, by, right, by so the north way let's our sponsor because i gotta i gotta whoop.
0: we don't have a sponsor oh. whoa i can't that there there was something on there but it's not a sponsor did they write a check
1: did they write a check for that
0: no i covered it up real fast we're gonna have to edit that out so um north korea they shot off a long range missile it went i think about a 930 miles or something like that but it was the farthest it's ever gone and then south korea comes in and sa- and shoots off a missile from their submarine. And so they're they're both kind of jockeying back and forth. Well that's the first time that North Korea has shot off a missile in I think I think it's four years, four and a half years, four years and nine months to be exact. <laughs> I won't go there because I might get booted off of Facebook. But the uh they did that. And then as far as well <laughs> I don't want to say it. Since Daddy from was there. Since Dennis Rodman was there. There you go. Since Dennis Rodman was there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. So anyway, in any event, they're they're shooting off long-range missiles now, and they're trying to jockey for power. Well, that's one thing. And then, of course, the whole uh, Chinese Communist Party and Russia. I have more on that in a minute. But here's where my, my – win- we're going from submarines to space, okay? So as we move more and more towards space, specifically satellites – I want to make this really clear, satellites and the ability to monitor the world as well as those we consider potential enemies of the United States, we now have anti-satellite weapons that are are starting to be developed. As a matter of fact, it was rumored, again, rumor of war, it was rumored that one of the satellites, they shot a laser up, a very high-powered laser up in space to blind a satellite from seeing what was going on. So this could become more and more a reality as we enter into future armed conflicts. And so I don't want to discount the fact that in the last couple of years, I'm not trying to be weird or crazy, but in the last few years, we actually developed what's called the Space Force here in the United States. There's a reason why they did that. I don't know what those reasons are, but there's a reason why they did that. And if you go, and I'm and I'm going to mention an app, they don't, they're not paying me to do this, but I think it's important enough for you to go see. It's called the Night Sky app. It's called the Night I'm going to say it one more time. It's called the Night Sky app. And oh if you if you open up that app and you can get it there's some of it you can get for free and then you have to pay whatever for it. But if you just take the phone which is it works on a gyroscope so you can actually see the sky when you're looking into it and then when you when you face it down like that towards uh the other side of the planet, you see all of a sudden you see all these satellites pop up. And they're all over the sky. So there are satellites everywhere up there, everywhere. And I didn't know this until today, but I found out that there was a treaty that was signed back in nineteen sixty-seven. Did you know about this, GJ? It's called the Outer Space Treaty. Who knew? Never never heard of this. I, I I looked at wasn't, wasn't born then. No, but it's on nasa.gov. You can find this treaty. It's a, you can find the PDF. You can find the actual treaty. 1967, the only treaty of its kind called the Outer Space Treaty that bans the stationing of weapons of mass destruction in outer space. It prohibits military activities on celestial bodies and contains legally binding rules governing the peaceful exploration and use of space. Those are quoted words from the treaty. So I just want to toss it out there, the... It's we're expanding the kind of warfare that can actually happen. And if you think that you uh, it won't happen in space, you're dead wrong. If you remember the Star Wars program back in the day, they actually tested intercontinental ballistic missiles. And then there's also one the uh, the, there's a program called the Star Wars program. And I actually watched this happen uh, back in the day. It was back in the early 2000s in Vandenberg Air Force Base. They shot up a missile from Hawaii. And then they shot up a missile from Vandenberg Air Force Base to connect with it. It exploded in the in, in outer space and caused this beautiful blue hue that looked almost like daytime in the sky for about 30 minutes. Unbelievable stuff. I'm just saying, look to the skies, guys, because um, there, could be, there could be some crazy wars and rumors of wars taking place up in the skies. There you go. There you have it.
1: Well, they also had the all-civilian... I think it's called SpaceX. So that uh, just happened, and I think that's what NASA um, just
0: decided. Yeah, they out. shot up four. They shot up four um, civilians into space. They did a little tour up there for a little bit, and then came down. I have no idea what they did, but that's pretty crazy. First time ever, I believe, right?
1: Correct. That
0: that was all civilians. So, that, so
1: that's so yeah. There's a lot happening. Around space, and of course, there's other individuals that have been named. You know, over the last couple of months, have gone up into space, and they want to do different programs. So obviously, there's a sign there. Don't know what the sign means. But there's a sign, and you. And I think you know this. Um, I mean, I actually was involved in satellite communications. That was my profesh- profession uh, in the United States Army, and then I did that for
0: years after the army so there's a lot of satellites there's a lot of satellites and i believe there are uh, for starlink only so starlink which is a communication system that is up now in space is this another I
1: athlete pitch now for free no 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 no.
0: starlink is uh well it will be potentially a, a mass massive communication system where you do not need to rely on wires and lines right Oh, Tiffany said, "Thank you for your service, GJ. I want to take a moment right there and say thank. That's what she said. Tiffany said, "Thank you so much." You're and uh, John, You're glad to. See, and John, John is glad. I'm glad to see you too. Glad to see you too. Uh, oh, Carolyn Gillery says, "Hey, John, my mother was a La Chapelle." Wow, we are connecting people on Facebook, and we're not even trying. Wow, I love how that works. It's because of the satellites. Because of satellites. Thank you for the segue back to what I was talking about. So the Starlink, which is a communication satellite. I do. Focus. Focus. Pay attention. Pay attention. That's sign language (laughs) for pay attention. Um, So the Starlink satellites that are up there, I believe that there's right now about 550, give or take a few, that are actually up in space. They shot up about 35 or 40 at a time. And so there are... Uh, Over 550 Starlink communication satellites that are now in space that weren't there about three or four years ago. So if you think that there are not a bunch of other satellites being shot up in space and you don't know it, eh, you might want to think again. True. All right, leading up to the tribulation, what do you got?
1: I got nothing, man. That's it. I'm I'm ready
0: to jump off here because I got nothing. No, you got something really amazing about
1: You got videos, you got photos, you got... I like how you left up the intense uh, chat.
0: I like that. Hey, hey, I'm going to leave it up there. So you too can share the screen, GJ. I'm just saying, you too can share the screen. You got this.
1: I don't know how to do that. And let's
0: not try to do that right now. No, we're not going to do it right now. So leading up to the tribulation, the... The Vatican. Let's talk about the Vatican for a sec. Yeah, for those of you who can't see that, G.J.'s blinking his eye. (laughs) Were you winking? Was that what that was? Okay, moving on. Vatican closes its doors on October 1st for those that do not receive what's called the Green Pass. Whoa, whoa. Closing his doors, saying, Not going to let him in. Um, Now, we know those are the people that have not gotten the jab. I'm just tossing it out there. It's something that leads up to the tribulation. I do have quite a few things to say about about the Vatican and the Catholic Church um, a little bit later. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, I thought that was interesting leading up to the tribulation. Who knew that? One of the one places where the church, at least as you consider it, the capital C church, uh, would leave out people and not allow them to come in and receive a blessing. Um, who knew that that would actually be something that would happen? Just thinking that's very interesting.
1: There's a sign.
0: Yes, there's a major sign. Um, and do you have any seriously? Do you have any leading up to the tribulation? Did you spark any ideas or thoughts?
1: I got nothing, dude. I got nothing. You're the genius. You got it all. And I'm just like I'm just eye candy again.
0: Just, just let you know yes, you as, as as I
1: freeze down here in my office.
0: By the way, that beanie is on point, man. It is on point, and it matches your your sweatshirt. And I mean, you're you're rocking it today, man. You're rocking it. What can I say? Well, thank you, but I feel like there's
1: a jab. There's a jab in that. Pun no, pun no jab. That's it. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> here, yes. here, here, here. Here's the thing. What's the number one thing we're called to do? Number one. My God. What's the number one thing?
0: Preach the gospel. Amen. Thank you. I know that was a little slow on your part, Mister Pastor. I. Oh, I- I was always expecting you to go ahead and answer. I was doing the awkward pause so that you could actually bring it in and hammer it on. Well, it was awkward for me and that <laughs> way. <that's funny. laughs> yeah. uh, we got somebody else speaking Spanish. Hi. Hey. Dozo. Dozo. Dozo.
1: <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You go, you go, I would,
0: man, you go. I would,
1: say, I would say stop in Japanese, but I don't know. I don't remember what that is.
0: Um, uh, I don't even want to. But yeah, it, back to you.
1: And if you don't use it, you do lose it. Because I used to speak. Yeah. I can I at least communicate. Now I'm like, eh. So anyway, uh, back on point. Focus, focus. Um, thank you, thank you. We're, we're, we're called to preach the gospel so that's to everybody so if you start locking the doors for certain reasons you're not preaching to everybody and you're basically saying you don't matter that's the, that's the message that I see the church is, is making by making that statement and there, there's just a lot of things that are going on and there's a sign right there when the church starts making those types of things there's, there's a sign and I'm not picking on any, you know, any particular church. I'm not p- particular on any type of religion. Um, you know, when we talk about the church, we're talking about all churches, all religions, you know, the, the big C, uh, the Christian church. Um, so there's a sign. and And what happens in, you know, in the tribulation? So what you're talking about is leading up to the tribulation, because we know in the tribulation, you either do this or you don't do this. Either do this or you don't do this. And if you don't do this, then you're likely well, you will be uh, killed, and in most cases, it'll be beheaded on live TV,
0: broadcast globally. Yeah.
1: That's going to happen,
0: no doubt. And by the way, just uh, a point a point of note is that the con- the country of Australia they're actually now going out and seeking out people that are not following the guidelines and the mandates so it's if you think it can't happen where you are it can and during the tribulation period it will not only be uh, evident but it's going to be in your face and you will not uh, it, people will try to escape it as best they possibly can but it's going to become increasingly difficult as we get closer to the tribulation period and during the tribulation period so Keep that in mind. And I do have a um a really great scripture to read a little bit later. That's right, Tiffany. France is doing that too. I have a scripture to read a little bit later that will be a really strong encouragement uh for everyone. So and that'll be during that whole being blessable conversation we're gonna have in a few minutes. So things that make you go, hmm. We've uh, actually given a few. So Yeah, we do. We're just warming uh, everybody up. Yeah, that's right. So, what do you got? Because I've got one that's going to talk about World War III. Bring it on,
1: bring it on, brother.
0: Bring it all right. on. So, there was an article that was written, and I, and again, it's just somebody's opinion. I don't really, I'm not going to put much stock in the truth of it all. But it was just very interesting. It was something that made me, hmm, you know, made me think it through a little bit. There are six places in 2021 that could be likely to start World War III. Now, if you remember, during World War, World war II, uh, the United States didn't actually enter into the picture until D-Day, which is when Pearl Harbor was bombed. And that's really what awoken, uh, awakened the sleeping giant, they called it back in, the, in 1941. And then you had uh, the Korean War, and you had the Vietnam War, and then you had uh, the Gulf War, and then you, ha- then you had this ongoing war that was happening in Afghanistan with the Taliban and, and terrorists. So there's been a lot of things that have sparked something and so it sparked a war. And so these are the six places that this author believes are likely to start World War III, US-Iran. Well, that's kind of a no brainer because when you have Iran making as many moves as it's been making recently and trying to, uh, trying to bring nu- the, the nuclear aspect of things and enriching uranium to a point of 40 to 60 percent that's a pretty major issue that could actually be a hot point a boiling point that could boil over and no telling what iran could be capable of doing at least the government of iran not necessarily the people of iran and then there's iran and israel well we know that's actually going to happen at some point it's not just iran and israel it's probably going to be russia and china and afghanistan and Kyrgyzstan, and all those northern countries that come down towards Israel. Then there's the U.S. and Turkey. Again, that's kind of it. For me, that's one of those ones that says Turkey's in the north. They're already, I believe, they're already part of what's going on there because of the it, the relationship between Russia and Turkey, and also between Turkey and now Afghanistan and Syria. And then there's a place called Kashmir, which is India and Pakistan. And, a lot of, and that's kind of fallen by the wayside, that whole that whole conflict that's going on over there, but it still battles and rages on. And then, of course, Afghanistan could be the center of a World War III and just throwing it out there because, as we mentioned, there are $1 trillion of or more of natural resources under the ground in Afghanistan that will actually help with development of, of computer chips and, um, and cell phones and batteries and all the different things that they need in order to have those things developed. And then there's this other one that's between U.S. and China. So U.S. and China right now, it's just really something that makes me really go, hmm, is that uh, China, they came into the waters, kind of those areas of waters near Alaska, and then you have the United States entering into the waters and kind of jockeying for power in the South China Sea. And then you have the UK coming into that and you have Australia coming into that and poor France is left out in the uh, out, out in the ditch because <laughs> they weren't included on the whole Australia, UK, US situation that was going on. So just something to keep, uh, keep your eyes on, keep aware of, because all these different things that are happening, um, whether it's whether you have agreements that are happening with um, currently, actually, the Shanghai, Beijing uh what do they call it i actually have it right here there is yeah iran by the way is a member now of the shanghai cooperation organization led by uh, moscow and beijing so you have all these alliances happening countries getting together and at one point they're all gonna kind of conglomerate around what's going to happen between north and israel and then how that could play into the United States. So just something to keep your mind on. It was definitely something for me that made me go, hmm. So back to you, GJ. There's your sign. <laughs> there, there's your sign.
1: And there's still a tension with China and Taiwan.
0: <clears throat>
1: and Taiwan makes all the uh, chips. Majority number of world one. Choice. So there's there's all this tension, or back what we call in the back room deals being cut, and we know how that works. Then to get more ground, to get more leverage, uh, so so all that's happening, and and whether it's happening right now, it's you can just see you can just see it and you can feel it. The more you dive into these topics, the more you see. Oh my gosh, there's something to this. And whether this takes, you know, a day, a week, a month, a year, five years, 10 years, or whatever, um, things are definitely happening at a much faster rate. And I know that sounds, you know, for those that have continued to watch us, we say this all the time, the acceleration is happening on all fronts. And then on the, on, the, on the flip side, <clears throat> those are the physical signs. What about the spiritual signs? And they're spiritual signs, and you can just feel it. You know, I've had some conversations, uh, not with you, um, with other people that I like.
0: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Dan and I have actually. No, yeah you, <laughs> you, you said that right. With other people that I like, you didn't say with other people that I like and I don't like you. That's okay. i you, you did good. You did good. You're good. You're still within the realm. <laughs> what was I? Oh, I don't know. That's true. That is so true. So true. All right. Uh,
1: for, the, for all those people,
0: I love Dan. We love each other.
1: And uh, we've had this dialogue. <clears throat> so back to focusing. Uh, we, we, we could go a lot of directions today. Yeah, we could. Spiritual, spiritually. I've had, had this conversation and Dan and I've had this conversation. And he's had it with other people. You can feel the spiritual tension, even though we can't see it. <clears throat> and and the, more, the, the other thing that we've learned is the more you're in the word, whoop, whoop,
0: and the
1: more you're in the word, the more you're in prayer, the more that you're being obedient, the more you're around people of like mind that are for you and are going to uplift you. And right now, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that, Need uplifting, and there's a lot of people that they're struggling. And you might be that person. One of Alita's friends last night, you know, uh, had reached out to her and she called her back and and she was struggling. You know, it's a whole series of things that she was struggling with. And and the one thing that Alita said is, you're not the only one feeling a lot of the things that you're feeling and sharing. And even us who are in the word, who are in prayer on a daily basis and are around positive people, sometimes it's even hard for us. And so that's a spiritual thing. So there's we've talked about the Antichrist spirit. We've also talked about the elevation of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and uh, I believe that's going to elevate in spite of all this craziness. And again, I believe this is a shaking. I believe it's a wake-up call on all fronts. <clears throat> you want to talk political there's a shaking going on around the world uh when people are doing knock knock (laughs) on because you're not playing the way somebody wants you to play there's a sign so we've got politics happening we've got weather happening we've got signs in the sky happening (laughs) we've got a lot of technology things that are happening that are going to be heavily utilized in the in days and in the tribulation. So we see that build up. So you, so if you just take a step back, and that's one of the things we encourage you, if you're watching or listening, is take a step back. Don't get caught up in who's right, who's wrong, I believe this, I believe this. and just take a look at the signs, look at the things. and how do they add up? And most importantly, what's your heart? You know, what is your heart? Are you blessable? And uh, I know we were going to talk a little bit about being blessable. I know you've got other things you wanted to to go there. So I think maybe we go, I switch it back before we get into that
0: topic. Yeah, definitely. Now
1: we're going back to the blessable.
0: No. (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, So last week we talked a little bit about literal Babylon and mystery Babylon. And uh, I kind of want to mention that throughout the next few weeks, and I have another step in that process. But just to remind those that may not have been watching last week or kind of get them caught up. Last week, we talked about Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, and that talks about uh, actual literal Babylon, which was hundreds of thousands of years ago, and what happened to literal Babylon and it said that they would not ever rebuild literal Babylon again. But then we read in Revelation 17 and 18 that ba- mystery Babylon kind of comes back into the picture, and mystery Babylon is uh, is still a mystery. But there are some clues that you can have that you have in the Scripture, Revelation 17, that help us to speculate. And I'm going to just put it out there. This is speculation. I'm not saying that this is what it is. I am not saying that that I have figured it out and that the version of Jesus Christ has just then poured on me and I, I have the answers. I'm just putting out there some ideas that you can think about and you can read about in scripture. Well, the the first three things that we see that point us to what mystery Babylon could be are number one, it is a city. So Mr. Ba- Mystery Babylon is a city. We find that in Revelation 17, 18. Uh, it actually says, the woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. Number two, Mystery Babylon presides over a vast international system. And it talks about the Mystery Babylon being called the great prostitute who rules over many waters. and um, And I'm going to uh, well, I'll just throw it out there for you right now. The that you saw in your vision where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. I'm going to get back to that in a minute. And then it also says the city sits on seven hills. And then I kind of made an allusion to um, – allusion, not illusion. An allusion to the something that Bill Bright, who was the founder of Campus Crusade, Had developed, and it was called the Seven Mountains of Societal Influence. And I talked about religion, I talked about family and education and government and media and arts and entertainment and business. Those are what Bill Bright says are the seven mountains of societal influence. And I thought it was just an interesting kind of connection that we can make to whether or not it's seven literal mountains or if there are seven figurative mountains, and that these major societal influences will be completely impacted by the woman who sits on the on the dragon and the beast that comes up out of the waters that hates the prostitute, okay? So all of that just kind of catching you up. What I wanted to bring out today is the fact that the waters where the prostitute is ruling, that it represents masses of people of every nation and language and governments. Well, I, last week I kind of pointed out that could this potentially be New York City? Could it potentially be United States is talking about here as mystery of Babylon. I don't know the answer to that. I just know that it seems to me that the United States fits the description of everything that's being discussed here. But there's also another option as well. I'm going to point out in a moment. Um, we are United States right now. Not we because you're watching this from all countries right now. But the United States is a country, a land of immigrants. Right, so most of the people that are here today came from outside. They didn't. They were. They were not here when this nation uh, was. Uh, well, when the nation was founded, they were. But this nation was a land full of those who were of uh, of the land. We call them Native Americans, and so we're a nation of immigrants. So already, you see that kings and kingdoms and everyone they've come from all over the place. As a matter of fact. Uh, when it talks about the United Kingdom or it talks about England, England was what the United States was birthed out of. There was a Revolutionary War because they didn't want to be under the role of, of England any longer. Um, so, for a nation of immigrants, that means that it's very possible that people of every nation and of every language actually reside here in the United States. So, I'm just saying it's possible that it's one potential. Then it says, this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. Well, we see right now, at least at the moment, that, um, that the 4% of this population in the United States actually makes up and accounts for 35% of the actual trade and the money monetary system that is in the world. Get that 4%. Of the people live here in the united states make up 35 to 37 percent of the financial system of the world i would say that's a pretty good argument for ruling over the kings of the world and that's why we see a lot of issues with around china right now with yuan and the dollar that's why we see a lot of issues with russia and the dollar that's why we see all these the weakening of the u.s dollar becoming a major issue so just throwing it's a lot of information for you but the other thing I wanted to point out was is that this woman will, will actually be clothed in purple and scarlet. Purple and scarlet actually represent uh, fine linens or the how expensive it was to actually purchase purple and scarlet linens. Purple was seen as royalty. Scarlet was also seen as royalty. Or it could mean, I'm throwing this out there to you as well, it could mean that this could represent the Catholic Church. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm not saying it is this, but the cardinals and the bishops in the Catholic Church all wear scarlet and purple. So again, these these are the things that kind of baffle us. These are the things that kind of we don't really fully understand. And again, there's speculations, but I do want to say that one at this point in time, right now, the United States actually would fit or the city of New York could, could fit the description of all of these things that we find in revelation chapter 17 next time we'll kind of get more into revelation chapter 18 and what actually happens and the judgment that comes on mystery babylon which is really really heavy stuff so i kind of want to save that for next time but keep your eyes open everyone read the scripture read the bible jeremiah 15 51 revelation 17 and 18 i want you to read those this week and make yourself familiar with them so being blessable, thats uh, that was a lot of information, a lot of heavy stuff, but there, there is a way that we can maintain being blessed, right? I mean, that's not really maintain being blessed, that's not really the best way to put it, but how we can invite the blessing of God, let's put it to you that way. And G.J., I want you to take it away from here because you had some really, really great thoughts over text message yesterday, and uh, it just really touched my heart, so all you man.
1: Well thank you. I feel like I'm inundated with data and information and I don't even know what to say.
0: We're leaning to the right for those of you who can't see us. <laughs> Things that
1: make you go, "Hmm,
0: that's, hmm.
1: <clears throat> no there's a lot of great information there and the one thing that I, the, my whole discernment through that, I know we talked about this last week is New York City really makes sense and when you talk about mystery, you know it doesn't have to be a physical and when you say laid out those seven dynamic uh, mountains or pillars, um, they're not of the physical, they do f- affect the physical. And I just feel like because the level of spiritual warfare is going, is continuing to elevate to me and discernment, it just makes sense that those are the seven or s- seven similar to that. <clears throat> and New York city is, obviously you know the global you know one of one of the main global centers of the world and if you look at everything that's happened and some of those you laid out it's the, been the gateway of the world and uh, that continues to to elevate so what happens here you know definitely affects the rest of the world positive and negative uh, so going back to blessable, um, you know, I've been doing a, a devotional, Bible devotional with Brian and his son Josh, and um, it's amazing. That Josh is eleven years old, and it's it's amazing the insight of an eleven-year-old. And uh, you know, his name is Joshua. So uh, you know, go go study the the story of Joshua in the Bible. Um, he fits a lot of those dynamics. Um, so so being blessable, you know. Several things have pointed to this. One is, you know, how, how do we become more blessed? How do we receive the benefits of God and his spirit and his protection <clears throat> and his anointing, especially in the times that we're living in? I mean, when we're talking about all these things and I mean, <clears throat> forget about any of the things we talk about in times. <clears throat> in times, it's not necessarily something that most people want to get excited about. It's actually scary, <clears throat> and I, I've actually had people say, "I don't want to hear about it. I don't want. I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about it." And I get that. The one thing that I do challenge anybody that takes that line, and I'm cool with that. I just felt like it was called. I was called as a teenager, uh, and we studied the end times prophecies when I was in, in you know, going to youth as a teenager. And uh, Donna D. Garlow did such a fine job pointing out the um, here's the signs. Here's the signs that have been checked off. Here's the signs that we can actually see that are happening. And here's things that we know are going to happen, they just haven't happened yet. And <clears throat> that were, you know, just in society. So to me, it doesn't have to be something that is scary. It's, it's like being aware. And when there, when you have an awareness, then you're able to make good choices. The other thing is with all the things going on right now, what do I believe? What do I do? You know, is this real? Is this not real? You know, is Jesus really coming back? Is Jesus, you know, coming around, coming back right around the corner? I mean, you got, you've got all these different dynamics that exist. And I think it comes back to how do you live a blessed life and, and in times of chaos and times of trauma and okay? times of spiritual warfare. Um, I do not believe our our world's gonna get any easier, although I do believe we can find peace. And the number one way to do that and be blessed is by building a relationship with God himself and and being obedient. And we've talked about this many times on the, we started this show just by being obedient. We just felt called to do it. We've had had insight on this for years, for decades. Uh, We've paid attention. We have some different information. Uh, and we've got people that know a lot more about this than we do that we, we follow or have poured into us and we're just hungry to be aware. So I challenge anybody to be, uh, you know, be hungry, to be aware. You don't have to buy into it. And I know some of it can be really draining and it's like, where do we find positivity? I mean, we, we actually canceled a uh, cable. I don't know, probably three or four months ago. And it's like, what's cable? We still watch different things. We still get different things. And I'm like, we're not bombarded with some of that. And it, cause it just got to the point, where you got 200 channels and you're watching three or four of them, you know, <laughs> and the other, I and mean, a lot of the other ones are just junk or, or, or time wasters. So we're all about making the most of our time, regardless of how much time we have left whether we just die in the flesh or whether we we go in, in the rapture that we talk about quite often here. Um, so going back to the the video in the beginning, are you ready? Are you ready for eternal life? That's what you should be focused on is what is, what is your eternal life? You still got to live right now. We still have to live as if we, we're going to live another 100 years. Now, I don't know about Dan, if he'll live another 100 years, because he's almost 100 right now, but um, he looks good for 100. Um, okay. So props to you. Whoop, whoop. Um, Come on. So in, sec- in second Chronicles is one of the verses, and uh, I'm just going to read it. Sec- um, second Chronicles 16, uh, verse 9. <clears throat> For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong on the behalf of them, whose heart is perfect toward him. and thou has done foolishly, therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Now, I don't know about all that, so I'm going to go back to, you know, NLT, and maybe you want to say something, because so, I've been rambling uh, before oh, we okay. go further. <clears throat> But the main point of that that verse is, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. He's there everywhere. He's there. In spite of all the trauma, in spite of all the chaos, in spite of God uses all this for good. And even though bad things may happen or stresses or depression or anxiety or whatever may happen, God is going to use that for good. And we may not see it now. And I look at, and I told this to our our daughter recently, I said, the worst times of my life turned out to be the most significant and having major impact positively in the future. I don't want to go back through some of those times and and some of those trials and lessons. However, they actually were catalysts for something much better to come or preparing me to be, be able to be more productive in the future so being blessable number one is being obedient and then what is your heart open up your heart and right now you know there i i i, I experienced this this weekend i open up a couple of emails and i'm like oh my gosh p- people are actually hateful you know because they didn't like this or they didn't like that or oh my gosh instead of saying oh my gosh the positive they're looking at the negative instead of the positive so I had to say, what would Jesus do? You know, hmm. what would Jesus do? How would he react? What would he say? And to me, we always have to be on that point on that point, and being obedient. And when we're doing that, we are being blessed, even though we may not see it. And we may be a blessing to someone else. So if someone that's watching this right now, you can say, hey, I'm good on all that. I check all the boxes. What about your neighbor? What about the friend down the street? What about somebody you're working with? What about somebody you know across country? What about a family member? So are you shedding the light? Are you being the light in a dark world? And are you being obedient? And are you having your own grace for yourself and an open heart so you can have an open heart and grace for others?
0: Back to you, Dan. Mm -hmm. The the major thing, the one of the most important things to remember is that obedience is better than sacrifice. Now, where that comes from is, is that you have all throughout the old testament scriptures, you find that almost I was maybe every single time a prophecy was brought out against Israel or for Israel, and actually this happens in our own life as well. It says, if you are obedient and obey my commands, then you will be blessed. But if you do not and you fall away from those commands and do not follow them and do not obey them, then these are the judgments that will come on you. That is the message throughout all of Scripture. But here is the thing. We are given the answer on how to be obedient. The very first step that you have to make is being obedient and accepting the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. He's the only way to God. He is the only light and truth and way that will lead us to God. And it's because of his sacrifice on the cross and because of his death on that cross. And, being, and he was being in obedience as well when he did that. That we can even remotely have a relationship with God. That is the only way that it can happen. And when we are obedient to that voice that says, you know what, you need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God that came to take away the sin of the world and that the world through him would be saved, then you just accept the forgiveness that he's offered to you and you ask him to come and live in your heart and to teach you and remind you of all the things that Jesus has taught and and that God requires of us in obedience. So that's what it takes. And we're going to give you that opportunity right now to receive him. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we are so grateful today that we can say without any doubt that you are the Son of God, Lord Jesus, that came to take away the sin of the world. But we bring it to make it more personal. Lord, we say, I believe in the Son of God, that is Jesus, that he came to take away my sin. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me, come and live in my heart and make me a new creation so that I can continue now to live in strength in obedience to you, and that because of that, I will be blessed. And Lord, we just ask you, come and live in our hearts and make us new. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, hey I'm going to leave you with a scripture real quick. It says, in that day, this is, this is Isaiah chapter 26. I'll read a little bit more of this next week. In that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song. Our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Open the gates to all who are righteous. Allow the faithful to enter. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's the blessing we need to remember right now. He will keep us in perfect peace. It doesn't mean that we're going to have no issues, it just means we'll be kept in perfect peace if we trust in Him. A. Men amen. <laughs> amen. Any final words? We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you next. I'm gonna sing it out. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Take care. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.